0: So, we are here with Michael Morrison. Um, you are a uh, Fishtown resident or in East Kensington? Person? I usually
1: say I live in Kensington.
0: Okay, cool. So, Kensington resident, uh, running for uh, committee person in Ward 31 and Division 11. So, uh,
1: Michael, why did you decide to, to run for committee this year? Well, I, I've been paying attention to the local party for a while. I think that. Uh, going back to when Mark Squilla tried to make a bill where like every musician would have to like register with the city uh, was when I realized that the people who are in charge are really stupid and uh, <laughs> and can be taken um, that was like an inciting event for me about three years ago um, and I, you know our, the, and the calendar just came around and I know I knew I wanted to be uh, at the table uh, it's something I've always enjoyed, even for something very local like that. I, I like student government and that kind of thing when I was in school, so it mm-hmm. uh, just seemed like the next step for me.
0: Cool. Um, and so, uh, you know, this year I think a lot of people are, are running for uh, committee persons. Lot, well, not more people in total throughout the whole city, but a lot more young people from mm-hmm. what I've seen. Um, why do you think that
1: is? Well, certainly there was an inciting event about 18 months ago that I think got people going uh, with the, the Trump election but I think even if that hadn't happened I think that it generally would have happened anyway um, there uh, people like just Jim Kenney's election to the mayor and and uh, and Helen Gim, those were I think like uh, bellwethers of like kind of policy uh the, the political winds blowing as far as uh, the kind of things that people that they were campaigning on and that people were responding to um, uh, yeah I don't have an ending that sorry mm-hmm.
0: You did mention uh, from my conversations that the four people are running. One of them is your wife?
1: Yeah. My, my wife, uh, her name is Jennifer Fernandez. She and I are both running for committee. Uh, but since committee candidates don't run as a pair, like a president and vice president, so um, we need to get everyone to go out and vote and press uh, the button for my name and the button for her name, which are... Uh, man. Uh, I'll get that number wrong if I say it. But either way, I'm Michael Morrison <laughs> and Jennifer Fernandez for 31 and 11. Uh, she and I are both running. I was lucky enough to get the top line, and she uh, randomly assigned uh, the bottom line. So that's the work we really have to do to get her name out there because a lot of folks uh, don't even press the second name. They, they don't realize they get to select two. Uh, but that's that's our challenge until May 15th. So Cool. Um,
0: so what are, like, the main issues, would you say, uh, in that particular uh, division?
1: Sure. I mean, the the biggest issues are... the the drug trade and everything that comes with it, Uh, people uh, living outside in in encampments, and with that uh, just uh, trash, human waste, um, prostitution, Uh, and you know because you know where where we live there is a school and uh, uh, an elementary school and on the street uh, right next to it, not many houses and frequent uh, prostitution among other things. Uh, so that, those are like the the big things that get people excited, um, and those are complex things that are you know that you know we're not going to solve overnight. But those are the big ones, and then in general, it's just that the party is mostly not responsive to the needs of the neighbors. Right? You have um, you know this repopulation happening and you know, all this development on formerly vacant land. Um, so you know, a place that was neglected for a long time is getting more attention. And we're hoping that we can, you know, uh, direct that attention in ways that is uh, positive for everyone, mm-hmm. not just for pe- people who are arriving with money. Mm. For sure.
0: I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so, I mean, <clears throat> so I, I used to live in that area mm-hmm. as well. And um, I know there, like, it's a very fast-changing place. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like someone as local as the committee person, like on that level, mm-hmm. the committee level, can work to, um, to say to welcome new people and mm-hmm. make people who've been there uh, continue to feel welcomed while dealing with some of those issues that mm-hmm. you've, uh,
1: you've already laid out? Which I know sounds like a ton yeah, of yeah, stuff, but yeah. Well, I think that um, you, know, like you can be very active. Like if there's people who are disengaged, for a lot of different reasons, either because they are impoverished or, or they're immigrants who so they don't speak the language and they feel disconnected from a lot of our institutions which don't speak their language. Um, but if you can go to people and aggress, and like be more uh, active and say like, hey, well, you know, I represent this apparatus, be it the government or the Democratic Party, which is not always separable from the local government, and say like, you know, well, what, what do you care about? And even if you can't, you know, ameliorate the problems that they live with if they feel heard. I think that goes a long way to make people feel better. I just, if they know who they can go gripe to, and you can say, Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fix it, but I'm going to find out who can. And if we can't, I'm going to tell you why. And if it really matters, we'll get enough people to make enough noise and we will get it taken care of. But I think that's the, 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 the simplest thing is just making people feel heard. And if they don't have the means, because they don't know how, to go look up on the website and, and email their councilman's office, if you just, they know who in the neighborhood is the guy, mm-hmm. then they can just text me and I'll go, yeah, we'll figure that out. You mm-hmm. know, who, we, I can help you get, you know, uh, your uh, homestead exemption or whatever it is that you need to stay in your house or get your, uh, you know, publicly funded roof fixed or weatherization something like that. I think that's how it starts.
0: I like the fact that you mentioned that a lot of people don't know who to get, um, go to when it comes to like having this conversations. how... How involved are you with the community aside from just campaigning, but actually like your work that you have done?
1: Oh how can you just repeat your question? Right like
0: time? um are you involved with the community in general? Yeah, and, and in which ways are you involved with? The community so I'm right also now?
1: the the vice president of our uh, neighbors association uh, but since it's, I don't want to tie my that to my campaign so much because it is like a a not a it's political but it's not a partisan group, uh, but that's the East Kensington Neighbors Association. so I'm a the vice president of that, but um, you know I, I tried to make a separation between when we're advocating for something that is partisan, something that is political. Uh, but that's, you know, we're doing that every, every, uh, you know, a few meetings a month for that, be it for like the executive committee, our general meetings, zoning. Um, and then, uh, I've in the past been a coach with the Kensington soccer club, and I keep in contact with everybody there to see how I can, we can connect them to resources and grants and things like that. And I've also, uh, been, uh, Involved with the Friends of Pentry School.
0: Cool. That's uh, quite a resume. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, so, uh, you know, obviously, you know, this is the Bicycle Coalition. Yeah. We're really interested in like transportation issues. And yeah. um, I feel like a lot of people around the city don't always have great transportation options. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you have the L near yeah. where you live, which is a great option, I think, for people. Um, but not everyone is always. Um, Uh, based on some of the issues you've Mm -hmm. already talked about not people aren't always uh comfortable um getting off the l at night or going to the l at night so what are some like transportation issues that you feel can be dealt with in your particular area
1: i mean i think we we just want to see want to see you know uh l frequency higher especially like Evenings and weekends, right? People will drive less. They'll take Ubers less if they just can take them. They, they're dependable. Um, you know, the my stop is the, the York Dauphin stop, and it seems like it's this remarkable opportunity, right? Where there's a, a lot of vacant land, and a lot of sizable storefronts, and they are all shuttered at five o'clock. Um, you know, I know I'm sure that the NKCDC, you know, they are. Trying to keep things going and with storefronts on Kensington Avenue and, and Front Street. And
0: KCDC being.
1: Oh, the uh, new Kensington uh, Community Development Corporation. Um, I think, you know, it would go a long way if there was anything on Front Street open after dark. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if there is, you know, at Front and Dauphin, for example, loitering and crime. It, they just shutter because that's what they do. And I guess that's just the way it's been. Um, at least in my experience, I don't see much riffraff there that would make you be afraid to be open but I don't know if it's a cultural issue or if it's an issue of people just not having money to go spend in the evening for the businesses to be open for that kind of thing Um, but I think that would really go a long way if we could just have you know frequent service and also if there was people felt they could make money or they could stay in business by opening in the evenings and offering mm-hmm. some kind of thing that generates foot traffic on Front Street.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff there, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a lot of, um, there's like chain businesses there. I mm-hmm. think there's like a Foot Locker, you know, there's just like a lot of yeah. stuff that is just, it's like crazy during the day,
1: mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it's just gone. There's, there's you know, good places mm-hmm. to go shop, and I understand maybe people don't wanna go buy um, like tank tops and sneakers on Friday night, and that's not the right thing to be open late. Um, But there's, you know, very functional commercial space in a way that Frankfurt Avenue does not have to offer, that is just not utilized uh, yet, and I don't know, like I said, I think that it could just be a a feature of people in Philadelphia, you know, we have this this high poverty problem in our city where people don't make enough money to go spend, Mm -hmm. to have discretionary spending, and that's kind of the bigger issue, I feel. Gotcha. All
0: right, very cool. Um, so, uh, so Michael, if people want to get in touch with you about mm-hmm. your campaign um, or uh, to bring an, an issue yeah. to you, I guess, how could they
1: do that? Well, um, working on getting uh, a special, like a, a direct line and uh, a, a website once we win. And we'll be launching that once we win. I don't want to uh, count my chickens before they hatch. But if you want to contact me uh, on Twitter, it would be at Mori underscore Mike. So.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot for being on. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you.